0: Hello, oh, you are not listening to Ultra q 48 Ultra q 48 is dead and gone. We are gathered here today to remember Ultra q 48 and to say farewell. Joining me in mourning uh, is Mel. And also Brad.
1: Uh, I still... You know, the f- most frustrating part about all this is we still don't know if the episode was deleted because of a laser gun or a beetle. This is very true. This is very it, true. It's
2: maybe, it's a, maybe it's a homicide.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a deliberate...
0: It was a planned murder. Um. So, you know, we lost many things when we lost this episode. We lost uh, Brad talking about... Literally, in his own words, the best weekend of his life. <laughs>
2: that <Yeah>. did happen. <laughs> uh, we lost uh, my live reaction to Psydrexer coming from my mom. Uh,
1: yes. Y- you need to yes. word that differently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, with hostility, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Calling her out on a platform she cannot hear. Uh, Just also, simply I allow your mom to listen
1: to the podcast.
2: Uh, that's never happening.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely not. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we, we lost, uh, excuse me. Uh, it's okay, I'm choked up too. Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the effect, uh, you know, it's, it's, people react in different ways, uh, to grief. I cough, um, and, uh. So, we're gonna, uh, re the episodes of Return of Ultraman. Uh, same- exactly the same summary. <laughs> so The- the jokes aren't gonna land anymore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know, it's been a week, I forgot. Oh, this is- this is fair. This I- is I fair. am- I am- I am numbering this one episode 48.1, though.
0: <laughs> yes. Re- rebuild of Ultra Key 48.
1: Um... We're all going to be employed by uh, the end of this episode. You cannot listen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I catch Brad's joke. Uh,
2: I do, uh, because I've seen all the rebuild
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize (laughs) you haven't, okay.
0: No, 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 no. It's a, it's an ongoing, it's a, it has become a running joke in a completely different Discord server that one guy really wants me to watch Ava 4.0 to the point that I have decided I'm never watching it. (laughs) Oh, that's extremely funny. Okay. Um, yeah. It got, it got heated (laughs) one day. It was weird. He's really enthusiastic about me
1: watching that movie, and I, you know, I keep having to point out I really didn't like the third one. <laughs> I really hated that movie. I, I, like, I also, I do not like three. I'm a two fan, but
2: I like two, and I came around on three on rewatch.
1: There,
2: are, there are
0: yeah, there are there are three people. I, you know, live your truth. Um, I simply think that the whole two spears thing. Should not have made it into a real movie in cinemas. I, there's, I re- <laughs> everything that Kauru says in that movie. I'm like, uh, this should you should not have been allowed to get
1: away with putting there's, this there's in a, a point There's a point in the movie where, back when it finally like came out English subtitled, or whatever, I was like, I don't know how I'm feeling about Evangelion anymore. And it's so when there's like a bunch of the floating avas out in the wild. And Shinji's like, Kauru, what are those? And Kauru goes, Failures of Infinity. And then just, like, they move on to a different scene. And I'm like, this is dumb. What are we doing
3: here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, <think laughs> I was I was like, I was was the person who was like, damn, I can't believe that three Rebuild 3 is not just more of a remake of the show. What's up with that? Also, why did they change the plot half further And then uh, I got more normal a decade later and uh, rewatched 3. I was like, oh, I like that. I'm glad there's a finale There's a wash watch tomorrow. And then I watched the finale, I was like, oh, it's okay. That yeah, that's kind of, of done how I'm...
1: Though. That's where I'm at with 4. That's literally where I'm at with 4. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's okay, that end kind yeah. of whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I think... I'll, I ne- did...
1: I'll never be there. Yeah, you don't need <laughs> to. Think, you
2: can
0: just make think,
1: one up that's better.
2: I think I liked 4 when I watched it, and then I heard other people talk about it. I was like, yeah, the ending is kind of it's kind of goofy. <laughs> <It's
1: all> well, <laughs> there you go, everyone. This is your Brucey bonus. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway...
0: We yeah. We also lost my rant, my brief rant where I broke down and had to uh, say out loud that I have, I have never. I thought I had escaped Bruce Forsyth when I moved out of my family's <laughs> place. I was, I I figured I never had to think about Strictly Come Dancing ever again, ever again in my life. But no, now now no. I have to. Um, yeah. All right. So. Uh, What coming up, we've got three episodes of The Return of Ultraman. Uh, We have got... uh, What have we got? I didn't read... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the reverse school shooter. Um, We've got uh, the dumbest people alive investigating a murder. Um, And we've got... Oh, we got The Return of Boxing. Yes. Yeah, go to hell with this blow. Go to hell with this blow. Um, all right, uh, before we get into any of that, uh, it has officially now been two weeks, but it's been, you know, it's been a week. Uh, is there anything we want to talk about? I didn't quite finish the one thing I was going to talk about. I have literally one episode left that I'm going to watch right after we record this because I've been, I've circled, I've circled back to season two of The Eminence in Shadow. Uh, continues to be true trash, also brilliant and fantastic and just excellent it's the is you know it's the it's the kind of anime with like boob sized jokes but i do i do not care i do not care it's a great anime um one of one of the best to ever do it yeah. <laughs> in the East, in the modern isekai space it is sid is just the, sid's great he sucks and he's like an idiot who doesn't know anything Uh, and he's perfect. I would, all the, all the, all his, he, like, starts a secret society to the, that he thinks is, is like, role-playing, um, but it's a real secret society to stop a cult that he has made, that he thinks he's made up. Um, and all the, you know, he exclusively, uh, employs, uh, hot anime women into his, uh, into his secret society, uh, and they all wear this weird black magic goop that they can shape into whatever uniform they like uh and uh Sid is the best I love Sid uh I would I would wear the slime for Sid I would put me in Shadow garden'm I'm, I'm loyal to the end I can worship this idiot too uh uh perfect terrible boy um and uh yeah he keeps moving he keeps moving a piano around so that he can play moonlight sonata dramatically <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's great. He, like, moves a piano to a balcony one time. It's great. Um, and uh, that's kind That's kind of it. Oh, I finished Prince of Persia. I talked about Prince of Persia last week, but I hadn't finished it. I have finished it now.
2: It's good. That's a good video game. Woo! I think, did, you, you know. did you switch to the Farsi Though
0: Uh I did not, because I was, I was already too deep. I was already too deep. Sorry. Well, how, could, I, how could
2: you betray? betray? I have
0: betrayed... Uh, I have betrayed you um, and I have betrayed the I- the very idea of Persia um but uh, yeah I didn't know I was unfortunately I was too
2: deep and uh, it was like can't believe this I can't believe this is the second time that uh, the British have harmed uh, the people of Iran <laughs> but anyway uh...
0: the second time <laughs> just just twice.
2: <laughs> yeah the, the imperialism thing is one big time <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah this is oh oh i see, hey, can I see. Roll, yes. roll those together yeah that's all one and then this is the like really kind of you know low you know, it's kind of lowball sequel um yeah that was you know good video game i think the the, com- the combat is like i think the bosses are strange sometimes where it's like oh it feels like it's too frustrating, and then it immediately, then, like, that's, like, two minutes, you're two minutes away from beating it, and once you beat it, you're like, oh, that was really good, and I'm like, how did, mm, how does that happen, because I was really annoyed two minutes ago, Um, so uh, tricky to, tricky to tell whether, whether I actually enjoy the combat or not, but in, you know, in retrospect, yes, I do, (laughs) Uh, and the actual, like, Metroidvania stuff's fun. I love, you know, the platforming is, is great. Uh, they've got some, they're very inventive with how you combine all your dashes and your double jumps and your, the, your final unlock thing. Um,
2: it's, you know,
0: it's it's a good game. Buggy as fuck, uh, at the minute. Um, I did run into a bug where I had to just, uh, reconnect my controller in order to make the game continue. Um... And, uh, but, uh, you know,
3: it's, it's, it's,
0: it's good. It's a good video game.
1: That's it. That's me. Uh, I have done fucking nothing but read Muv Love this entire week. Yeah, Uh, we lost you talking about Muv Love last week. We did. I talked about how Frosty Faustine's was a shockingly good time, despite, like, me going into it thinking, like, eh, this is a smaller tournament than Combo Breaker, and then I had one of the best goddamn weekends of my life and made a shit ton of friends. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about that again. Uh, fighting game tournaments fun. This is this is my my take on this. But uh, more importantly, <laughs> I watched. I not watched. I read Muvlove. Uh, and last time I was about halfway through the first route. I was going down the Sumika route, who is the childhood best friend and one of the two main heroines whose routes you need to complete to unlock the second Muv Love game, because they're both sold together as one package. There's Muv Love Extra, which is all slice of life, like harem, romance, anime, bullshit plot stuff, and then Unlimited, which I'm assuming is about big giant robots killing people. Um, I still don't know how those two things are connected. <laughs> like, at all. Uh, we will so see. <laughs> I'm excited to get there. There... There is an extremely not normal physics teacher who keeps talking about alternate universes and fucking with time um, and how thoughts can influence different realities. Um, And I'm just like, okay, I think this is going to be important later on. They also keep playing fake Virtua on. Like multiple times throughout the game, people Mm -hmm. team up to, to play fake Virtua on. And I'm like, I bet a lot of this is going to be relevant later. Fuck if I know how right now. But, uh, we will see. Uh, but yeah, Muvlov is a great time. I genuinely think it's the best-paced VN I've ever read. Uh, you just get into a scene and then you get out pretty quick. Uh, there's, there's not a, at no point in Muvlov have I reached a scene where I was like, okay, this could have been half the length. Which is not true for pretty much anything I've read from, like, you know, Uchi Koshi or like Nasu or pretty much any of the other big like narrative driven like VN or adventure game style things that I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I I need to give Phoenix Wright another try at some point. I tried Phoenix Wright a long time ago. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't get into that first game. Uh, I think I might be more I'm, I might enjoy it more now. But uh, just something about that first one did not grab me. But. Um, yeah, uh, the first route took a little over 15 hours. Uh, I think I have one complaint in that I, there's a, there's a, a scene or two in that game where, at least on the main, like the main girl's route, Sumika, where it kind of feels like her and the protagonist soft degree that they're dating now. <laughs> I, And, like, it it feels honestly pretty organic and, like, oh, they kind of fall into this, but it feels natural because, like, they have that, like, childhood connection and they're just finally agreeing, like, I mean, yeah, I guess we can go out. And, like, you've you've gone on dates and stuff already. Um, And then the final arc of the VN happens where the protagonist overhears both her and then the other main heroine... uh, admit to each other that they are now romantic rivals and they are going to fight for the main character's affection. Uh and then the VN kind of seems to regress and pretend that the other scenes never really happened, so that we can have the big romantic rivalry dramatic, like final, like, oh, who are you gonna choose thing happen? Mm-hmm. Uh and uh that was a little a little ridiculous. But overall, um pretty solid VN. I actually think like I I went into it and I was like, okay, this is Kind of dumb, but whatever. And I guess Extra has this reputation of like, oh, this is the one you need to get through to get to the real shit. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know. I think Extra's fine. I think it's a fun, it's a fun, like, teen romance thing. Um, and a lot of it is just dumb, like, anime hijinks about, like, oh, uh, she's throwing dictionaries at you because you made a sex joke or, oh, you accidentally grabbed her boobs, haha. like that sort of shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But when it actually, like, gives the characters time to express themselves and, like, they actually get into the meat of the romantic material, uh, I do think that there is a pretty good story in there about how you shouldn't when you like someone, you should not try to change yourself into being the person you think they like. And instead you should just be yourself and see if they're agreeable with that. And if not, maybe they're not the person for you and that's okay. And it's better to just be true to who you are rather than try to chase after someone's ideal person, um, that you've made up in your head. Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I am, It's funny because how it's structured is that there's the main two heroines, and their story arcs overlap so much that when you unlock the new game plus, like auto skip all the text I've read before thing, like you're just skipping from scene to scene, and I'm like, I think two thirds of the way through the overall story, and it's been about 40 minutes. Um, a lot of overlap. So I'm going to, I'm going to finish uh Maya's route and then I have to play all of the different side characters routes because apparently there's a bunch of stuff and characters set up in there that will be important for the second and third VNs that like you don't technically have to know, but if you do understand those characters a little bit more and you, you understand like their backgrounds and where they come from, there's apparently a lot of scenes that make a lot more sense and just hit way harder in uh in the second and third game so i'm just gonna go through and play all of extra uh don't listen to the people that tell you to like skip it or download a save or whatever or just read a summary it's uh it's fine it, it's like maybe a little like dumb harem anime hijinks which you know that's not even really my thing necessarily uh but uh it won me over by the end of it i just think it's very endearing and a solid love story
2: yeah i need to go back to it i installed it last week when we were recording
1: uh i yeah. just haven't got back to it it's fun you should read it yeah I'm now curious. The only frame of reference I have for Ultraman Powered is that they make fun of it a lot in the show because uh, there's flashback scenes where the protagonist and the love interest are like, you know, little kids or whatever. And uh, she's like, well, don't you want to go home with all the other boys and watch Ultraman Powered? And he's like, no, that show's lame anyways. And she's like, what do you mean you love that show? (laughs) It's a very good time.
2: Stay tuned uh, for like, three years from now when we cover ultimate Empire power.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's also a lot of, uh, what's it called, Space Sheriff Govan, is that it?
2: Yeah, yeah, there's Space Sheriff Gavan, which is the first Metal Hero series by Toei.
1: They, uh, there's a lot of references to that as well. At least I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be that. They call it Gobarn, and that's the only other thing I oh, could think yeah. of that that's, it could be. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Gavan right. is, uh, important.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was me. Sick. Yeah. I've been muv loving.
2: Yeah, I mean, because you also started our co-op campaign. That's the only other thing.
1: Oh, yeah, we also... We, Mel and last I week, started... Last
2: week we hadn't started it, but now we have. We're in it now.
1: Yeah, we, we have streamed seven hours of Tales of the Abyss co-op, which, you know, has been interesting getting that set up, but we made it work. Technical and it's been pretty difficulties. fun time. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, my main take—I mentioned my main takeaway when I glanced at Tales of the Abyss while you were playing it, because uh, I heard Koyasu and I saw uh, the character he was playing. I was like, "Glasses Koyasu, Glasses Koyasu, alert, <laughs> alert!"
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, very important. Jade is pretty good. Uh, um,
0: that, ga- that game looks. Cool. Like all the cutscenes and stuff are sick. Yeah. Um, the it's whole, really like,
1: well like all the cutscene direction's great. The moving speech bubbles is
0: just fantastic. Um I I just think they get a lot out of what they have. Um
2: Yeah, I think I, I think I feel like the cutscene direction is like a cut above why Songs of Bonia too Um uh, mm-hmm. so that's cool sick uh yeah they got you got a rival party uh you got uh as i called it o-level foreshadowing by showing all the party members (laughs) in an obscure menu
1: yes just a full list of everyone you will play as over the course of the game including people who are not our friends right now (laughs) oh i see (laughs) that's funny yeah uh, I told I, I I told Mel this off stream I think or maybe on stream I don't remember but um I have a couple friends who are like you know like they're they're Tales fans or whatever um like and uh, Abyss is I think within my group of friends Abyss is one of the more well liked or whatever uh and I told them like do y- do y'all know about the thing where in the configuration menu it just spoils the entire party and none of them knew about it they were like that's amazing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm the only one who like was like, oh, I'll look at the menus, and I found it. I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Damn. Games spoiling you. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah Well, like, with the opening, too.
1: Uh, oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't count those. Nah. It's like, a... this isn't a spoiler. This is a promise. <laughs> this is a pledge. If they don't do this, you've been lied
0: to. Yeah.
2: Turns out they do usually do it. Yeah.
0: Um. Other than Tales of the Abyss, what you been up to, Mal?
2: Uh, to be honest, not much. I haven't really had a, it's been a full week in terms of media. I've mostly just been busy with other stuff. That I can't even okay. talk about the dog creeper again because I didn't watch the new episode.
0: Ah, uh, damn. Uh, I, is, I, you I, know, this,
2: I, I still don't know what the dog doing.
0: The the yeah. So they the a the dog the dog becomes the magical girl. Uh, there's also a cat. The cat's probably going to be a magical girl.
2: Yeah, this this show has supporting characters, which is nice.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, the show should there's... have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the last one, briefly forgot.
2: Yeah, I forgot. Children usually are parents in their lives. Yes. Like, like, a lot of shows, a, a, there's a lot of stories out there where the parents are not in their lives for, like, narrative convenience, but usually in this, in this genre, the parents are, like, normal and present in people's lives, like, and most children.
0: It's, it's very funny that Honoka's parents in the original Precure is, like, completely absent, but she's got her grandmother, um, and probably the reason that her parents are absent is because, well, we're putting a lot of work into Nagisa having a whole family. <laughs> Um, that are in like a lot of episodes of the show um yeah
2: yeah usually Um, at least like the the quote-unquote pink their parents are present in the show
0: i think i think now this is a this is an opinion about precure that might be it might be unfounded really it might it might because i haven't watched that much I think it sucks that the pink thing has become, like, such an established thing that we fit cure Black into it. She's black. She's cure yeah, Black.
2: I mean, she's... it. They kind of go back and forth between it, because, like... She's got, like,
0: one pink frill.
2: Yeah, she's got some... Pla- she's got the pink highlights, and obviously it's not Hanukkah. Uh... It's
0: obviously not Hanukkah. Nagisa is... Nagisa's, Nagisa is the pre-kyo. Like, like if you had if you had to pick between Honoka and Nagisa, if to pick like, oh, who is who is Precure? Which character is Precure itself? It's like, well, Nagisa. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, yeah, It
2: is it is is of a shame, especially because it's the the show is supposed to Futaro is supposed to be like, oh, is the two of them and they combine to they they transform together, uh, and then I think I remember Max Hart was like, eh, Nagisa though. <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, it's uh Starsky and Hutch, but it's the show's Starsky. Really. Yeah. You get Hutch episodes.
2: They made a big deal, like, oh this year the pink for for Here We go. Sky, so, Oh, this year this the pink is blue. Yeah, uh, she's
0: a she's a blue. Yeah. And she joins she joins the navy SEALs. You know, yeah. as you do. As, as you do. do.
2: This this one this one the pink's a dog
0: she joins the 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 whole like she joins the the cia or whatever is like very funny to me because it's specifically like the the kingdom is blue coded and my go-to for imagining like a weird anachronistic like secret police in a fantasy setting is uh the blue stripes from the witcher 2 (laughs) with uh vernon vernon roche oh no not, not
2: the thin blue stripe
0: Not the thin, not the thin blue stripe. Yeah. Um, So it's, you know, it was, it was weird when she joined the, the royal, the guard, the elite guard, whatever. And they were like blue. And I was like, okay, it's the, it's the blue stripes. She's Roche. Does she, she wear the weird hat that he's got?
2: No, she does not. Um, all right. well Yeah, maybe next week I'll actually have stuff, but we'll see. It's been a, it's been a bit of a... Hectic week for you.
0: It's been, yeah. It's been a it's it's been an odd week. Uh, There have been
1: so many things that I have not chosen to talk about because I'm like I'll do them when I'm done, and I'm not done. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh. Did you Uh, want to say anything about Frosty Fasting just briefly? Just because you missed we missed the entire fucking discussion uh,
1: last week. Yeah. The thing is, I barely remember what I talked about. I guess like. You gotta you
2: gotta gotta repeat yourself just to like yeah just talk about it
1: uh it it was a fun-filled event i met a lot of people i do actually think that it being smaller than combo breaker was maybe a pro and not a con as i had maybe been warned by people like hey you know it's not as big of a tournament so just like you know prepare yourself like mentally for that or whatever uh what that actually means is you just get more time to hang out with people and chat and shit and the vibe is a lot more casual a lot less running around venue is a little bit smaller in like a good way as in things aren't as spread apart um, have to go through two security checkpoints to get to all of the different games, though, which is a little annoying. Um, but I mean, That's also just to my those experience
2: people. with the U.S. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but you know, also to those people are not paid enough to give a shit. So they just kind of peek inside your backpack and you're like, you hey, fucking go. <laughs> <So> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think overall, um, this was the tournament where I just kind of got over my nerves and I kind of realized, like, oh, going 0-2 is not inherently, like, a mark against me as a player or, like, oh, I'm bad or, like, I need to get my head about it. Um, it it just truly winds up being a thing where it's like, oh, who do they end up placing you against in the bracket? And sometimes you get put up against two killers back-to-back and, like, you know, nothing can really that's just bad luck sort of thing or whatever, and all you can do is try to play your best and see if, like, you can overcome the odds or whatever, but uh, I played a lot of casual matches with different people in different games that I had signed up for, and they had also signed up for, and I was doing pretty well in casuals against quite a few people, and I was like, oh, well, like, if I had got up against this person or, like, some of these other people in this game I'd signed up for... I wouldn't have gone 0-2. Like, that's, you know, that's fine. That's that's how that goes or whatever. Uh, I did go 1-2 and 2 in Marvel, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is my favorite fighting game, probably. Uh, it's the one that kind of got me into the genre. So now that I can say, like, ah, I've won a tournament match in that, uh, that, that was very satisfying. And, um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Tekken and uh, Under Night and uh, Marvel to uh, practice a little bit, and I need to get back into practicing Street Fighter as well. Uh, fun time. Uh, shout outs to uh, Brett for having his uh, wonderful uh, don't talk about it too loudly Gundam versus Crossboost Brett box set up so that we could all play a very legal copy of Gundam versus Crossboost. Uh, wonderful time. Met a lot of great people at that setup. Hell Yeah. Yeah. All right. I also now have cross-boost on a hard drive that someone gave me, but uh, I nice. need to figure out how to get it working.
2: <laughs> nice. Emulating nice.
1: arcade games in uh, 2024 that were released in the 2020s is a, a weird time. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well,
0: if we don't have anything else to talk about...
2: I'm gonna interject right here... Uh, before Uh-oh. you start your summary, Brad can you talk about the, the last three episodes that you were not here for just briefly.
1: Oh yeah. Um oh <laughs> because god last...
2: it's
0: Vince. Been... Oh hang on. Which which ones were they? <laughs> hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fuck. Go. Uh last uh, last we... time
2: I asked Brad this uh when <laughs> when between, I done the summary for the when first When he did <laughs> the summary, you stopped talking about the episode and then uh, we, I we forgot. I remember these we have
1: Let's see. We we had um The, the new captain.
0: Yeah, the new captain. The new captain, we had the, the black hole kaiju. Uh, the clown, Uh, yeah, the clown was, yeah, the new captain episode. Yeah, the
2: the, the black hole, the crab, and then we also had the, the, the kaiju in the, the cage. Uh, war crimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and we, yeah, yes, the kai, yes, the evil, you know, I don't, you know, me and my friends would have killed E.T. with hammers type shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and also the worst child
3: actor <laughs> yeah. in his Yeah, the show so no,
1: yes, I, I, th- this is important, it's important that we, again, double down on, uh, that, that child actor was not doing, doing a great job. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> um, uh, I feel bad, but also, that, that was a rough one. Uh, that I, I liked those episodes. Um... That is true. Retroactively, it's not fucked up because that, that person's much older than you now. That's how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I like the... Of the three, I definitely like the the one with the crab and the constellations getting, like, eaten and stuff the most. Um, I felt like that was getting into, like, kind of more, like, weird, out-there stuff with, like... Th- that sometimes, like, Ultra 7 would lean into. Um, and also, I remember something we talked about or at some point we talked about in that, that dead recording that I wanted to highlight is I greatly appreciate how they received, they apparently received the complaint from kids, like, oh, there's not enough space kaiju. And not only did they they take great liberty to mention, like, oh, th- this kaiju's from space, but they're also differentiating them by making them a little more weird. Weird. And, and have, like, odd powers that aren't necessarily just like, oh, it's a big monster that's destroying things. It, it like... Gets into the stuff that's like fucking with reality and like gets a little a little more out there and trippy in a way. Um, I suppose it's lucky it that coincided like. with um,
0: them the, the 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 kaiju designer now being a guy that loves to give kaiju special powers. Yes, that's that's good. Um, uh, his, but yeah, his, I... his first one was the the whirlwind stuff, stuff right? And that shit was sick.
1: I think so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah the, the flood and stuff. Anyway, um, but yeah, I the, the these like six episodes of uh, uh, of Return of Ultraman, I, not Ultraman. <laughs> um, I I'd say have been the best time I've had with this show. I just think that they've really found their footing and they're really doing a good job. I guess not to talk too much about the episodes we're about to talk about but I think they know how to make this show now and balance all of like the different like you know the team stuff with the the stuff with like Jiro and friends and uh everything going on in Go's life uh alongside the monster attack stuff and also how that's impacting the the characters of the week or whatever that that have to deal with all this shit mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just firing on all cylinders and minus the weird disability stuff. Uh, it's, it's uh, pretty great show. I wonder if Ultraman had
0: six episodes in a row that were good at any point in the show. I wonder if that happened. I don't know. I don't think it did. I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, uh let's see here uh this week covering three more episodes of return of ultraman uh episode 25 is called leaving my home planet earth is that what it's called leaving my home planet comma earth oh we have oh, yeah, this exact same fuck i can't believe i forgot <laughs> <laughs> i forgot again it's fine we have to preserve we You can't preserve, change but... the future <laughs> No, you can't. Oh. What? You know, let's leave it to the next generation. I wonder what the characters that represent the next generation are up to right now. <laughs> um, all the concrete from a construction site lifts itself into the sky and shoots out into space, heading toward the, uh, the planet Zagoras.
1: That's not really supposed to happen. So Matt Only the steel
2: beams are left. It's an inside job. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, American they Prometheus suspect... had some strong thoughts about this last recording.
0: Absolutely, he did. Uh, they suspect the gravel in the concrete might be trying to return home. Once again, Return of Ultraman continues to give us just the most incredible leaps of logic. Uh, concrete Go... only
1: does this when it's very distressed. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, Go and Minami are heading to a tiny little village of less than 200 people, which was the source of the gravel. Uh, on the way, Minami mentions he's also from a tiny rural village... And then he goes on to tell Go about the fact he was uh, oft bullied. Uh, He was bullied by other kids, and his teachers would always keep him down. Uh, He got called Jamico, which is a caterpillar that never learned how to make a cocoon. Uh, This kept up until the village was attacked by a bear, and Minami grabbed a gun and went to fight it, because recklessness is only for those who have nowhere to run to. Um, I did actually I like this line Uh, he didn't fire the gun Uh, the bear was killed by a hunter uh, but the incident gave him some confidence and he didn't let anyone bully him again
2: now to be clear not overconfidence
0: not overconfidence just just the right level yeah just the right level confidence
1: is when uh, it all works out and overconfidence is when it doesn't so so confidence is when you have the courage to face the bear but not the courage to actually kill it and you let a hunter do that that there would we go. be overconfidence.
0: <laughs> there we go. What, a, what a fantastic life advice. Um, thank you, uh, uh, weird cowboy dad. Um, uh, he didn't let anyone bully him uh, again, uh, which, is a t- which is a terrifying sentence. I was what did you do, <laughs> Minami? Um, anyway, they find out that this tiny village is earthquake central and has literally been getting slowly lifted out of the ground and a green rock is visible beneath this green rock must be from where a zagoras meteorite hit earth ages ago before any humans lived here uh they have to evacuate this village before it flies away into space uh also there's a kaiju uh, matt theorizes it was a microscopic organism that mutated due to the rock's uh, radioactivity
2: that's how it works that's how it works yeah. uh
0: yeah uh now In this mini village, there is a mini Minami. Uh, He gets bullied, his teachers don't support him, his dad's dead, his mom isn't in the village, and he gets called Jamiko. Matt rocks up in full force to evacuate the village, and this mini Minami sneaks into a tent and steals one of Minami's guns. While everyone else gets evacuated, this kid decides to fight the kaiju. Go and Minami track him down, but as Minami realizes, this kid is just like him for real, He decides to let him tag along and fight the kaiju as a therapeutic experience, which is the worst decision anyone has made (laughs) in this show so far. Uh, They do this, but it goes a little wrong, because the village gets lifted into the sky with Go, Minami, and this kid now stuck on this ascending hunk of earth. Go turns into Ultraman and fights the kaiju, rescuing Minami and the kid with a bubble thing, and defeating the kaiju by colliding it headfirst with the ascending rock. Uh, now safe Minami and go ask Mini Minami how he's feeling and in answer Mini Minami is like I you know I want to do it again and she like shoots the gun into the air like it's Jarhead and Minami has to scold him before asking have you had enough and the kid nods and Minami smiles
1: the end uh wild ending I'm just yeah. imagining now, like, a fucking... Can you imagine if Tsuburaya was like, we need a Jarhead-style, like, science patrol team spin-off? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they never see a kaiju. <laughs> no. They're, they all, see go- one they're the- all going, they're all fucking losing it. <laughs> like, just like walking in the direction of where a kaiju is supposed to be. And they never find it.
1: At-, at the end of it, they see one through the binoculars way off. And they're like, wait a second. No, we got it. We're, we're going to call in the monster attack team. That's th- what their name is for. Oh, and then they no, all start oh, freaking they, out. They're, they're, all, they're all there ready to deploy
0: their plan. And Ultraman shows up and saves the day. <laughs> oh my God. We could You could totally make a jarhead Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, this uh, episode has uh, I there's this brief moment that I really, 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 really like uh, at the end here, where the kid starts shooting into the sky and Minami and <laughs> Go are looking at each other like, "Oh, we shouldn't have fucking done that." Uh, yeah. Like, like, like Minami's like, "I shouldn't have tried." to resolve my past issues through this kid's issues. I really should not have tried to do that cuz now he's now he's firing into the sky. <laughs> he's lost it.
2: Yeah. You may have uh, lost your hometown, but you can at least say that you protected your hometown, right? <laughs>
1: Yes. Then, like, it's so weird because then they're like, "Are you done?" Like, it's a kid that's maybe having a little too much fun. Then they all laugh at the episode ends, pretty yeah, positive. The, the it's is, like it's, a weird shift.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty really bizarre. It's like they think he's just blown off steam rather than becoming as as Red called it, first first school shooter.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know who he's
1: gonna shoot, but it, it's someone. <laughs> uh, monsters. I. <laughs> um. I I think I remember saying last time that I like the, this might be the episode I've liked the most while fundamentally at its core thinking the message uh was yeah. bad. <laughs> I think it's a very well put together episode and I think that there's actually a lot interesting going on here with Minami uh, and what he's putting this kid through. Um, but I think the conclusion they come to on this is, uh, not the best. <laughs> uh, it's definitely strange,
0: bizarre, and evil in the- in the way that Ultraman can be, um, and I have grown to have a deep affection for. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I mainly mean, like yeah. was,
2: like, whatever on this episode, mostly because it was, like, uh, Me explains the plot of the episode- everything that's gonna happen in this episode- at the beginning. Uh, in the beginning, and then it happens. It's like, <laughs> no, well, yeah. that's
1: just Oda level foreshadowing. What are you
2: doing? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just like when it's like the the anime opening yeah. menu. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know when the Oda level foreshadowing became became a running gag,
1: but I'm. <laughs> I think Twitter. I think we started tweeting stupid shit about it. It just kind of happened. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, none of us read one piece <laughs> that's no. part of the joke <laughs> what's gonna happen
0: is one piece is gonna end and then i'm gonna read all of it in the ensuing week and come by and say
3: yeah it's
1: all right i and then i it. shout outs to every fucking manga person in the world who's like yeah we're in the final arc and then it's like oh this article this news article was released five years ago <laughs> i think Th- gundam thunderbolt's in the same position <laughs> Stop saying things are ending.
2: <laughs> I heard that the Akagi uh, final arc lasted 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one game of magic. <laughs> I think uh, I th-
0: th- I would have got to stop. I to have got the- Right, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People keep saying like One Piece gets good. I bet it's the opposite. I bet it's pretty good. And then eventually it becomes interminable. <laughs> I I really bet that's the that's the way around it actually is, and it's just that everyone is fucking sunk cost fallacy. Oh, this is the greatest of all time, and you're just like eating up mid every week, hoping that the ending is uh, that pays everything off. It won't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, like I feel like most people when their big shonen manga gets bad, you hear about it. <laughs> uh this is true like uh, this is true it's not like people were like even when people are sunk fallacy still go following bleach or my hero academia they're still they're still reading it they're just complaining about it there's just
0: a fundamental truth that one piece fans are very fucking annoying <laughs> <It's also true. laughs> it would they're so annoying that that one that one uh guy made a show or a manga about a one piece fan who is who is evil and that's that's where the screenshot One Piece was crazy good this week comes from. It that ki- <laughs> that kid is an evil kid. <laughs> um, this is it's just a universal truth that the fans are annoying, and also, uh, Oda has made a habit of just helping pedophiles back into the into the you know into the into the yeah. That's, that's true. That's
3: true.
0: That's true. I like, you know, the, the, everyone was always like, ah, it's his mentor about the first guy. He's got, oh, he's got to do it. And then the, the, the second guy was a fucking it was a nobody. Fucking... Yeah.
3: He <laughs> was just nobody. He was just
0: like, wow well, you know, I, I did it for one guy. I got to, you know. Anyway. um uh That's our brief aside about One Piece. Uh, episode twenty-five. Uh, I, I think this is your brief aside about One Piece. This is my brief aside about One Piece. I have strong, I I have strong opinions about that manga that I've never
1: read. <laughs> you are then, a Twitter user. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm not ashamed. <laughs> um, uh, production. This was directed by uh, Yoshiharu Tomita and written by Shinichi Ichikawa. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomita had previously done the apartment monster episode. Um the uh scrolling through the book, the two parter with the uh Great Tokyo Tornado slash tsunami. Uh, and then I think also the Twin Tail episode alongside the other Ooh. monster whose name I never remember. Sudan. It was good 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 episodes. Also two parters.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we re- we referenced the fact that this guy is Mister Two Parters last week. <laughs> I just remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I should uh, again you clarify. A- uh, you were yeah. correct in that last episode. Eizo Yamagiwa was in fact a weird cult man. Yes. The thing is, the thing is, also too. I don't think I said this last time. So actually, maybe it's a good thing we recorded this. That's like a paragraph in his Wikipedia. But if you go digging, you can find and. Actually, some of these are in English, which was helpful to me. Uh, like, writings about the cult that reference him a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but also, yeah, it's it's kind of tucked away in his uh, Wikipedia article, um, and then you have to kind of look... If you look at things about the cult, you'll find reference to him a lot, but if you go looking for things about him, it's kind of a footnote, which I think is very funny. And per- perhaps... Maybe intentional, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> uh. Lamau.
0: Oh, sorry, I, I had ha- to host. Uh, sorry, I um, I was <laughs> ch- I was ch- I was taken out of it because I fucked th- this. I might cut this. I don't know if this stays in, but I just found out a Niji, a Sanji VTuber watched First Gundam and was thirsting for Tem i really took really, uh, oh, me yeah. I,
1: I, almo- <laughs> I almost watched that, but she started doing that at like 2 a.m. So I was like, I'm not staying up.
0: <laughs> Temre, are
3: you? Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's th- this is not, i am subscribed to her. This does not surprise me. It doesn't surprise <laughs> me, but you know,
2: uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick while you talk about Niji Sanji. So bye.
0: <laughs> okay, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so, well, mm, do we want to talk about Nijitanji?
1: <laughs> I don't know if we want to do that right now. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: shit went wild. Shit went wild. Every Every day I look at my trending tab and there's other stuff, there's stuff going on in there and I click on it and I see some of the most vile shit in the world. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. touching this with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, oh, well. I need to watch Fauna's button stream. She really doesn't like pressing the button. <laughs> <laughs> that's because she's afraid. to c- I did join the stream in time to see her get the like. Uh, would you save the world at the cost of becoming a monster shit? Um, oh, yes. Which I was like, oh, this is an extremely me core question. I, I did not stick around to see what, what the result was. Now nah. I was like, I'm happy that's in there. Now to be clear, the wording. I was like, I would not press this because I do not like the
0: wording. The, the what was wording, the wording? I don't the remember. Wording it. was uh, peace on something about peace on earth, and I was like, that me What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that? That you can that, a, that can mean, a real
1: Pax Romana situation? <laughs> yeah,
0: that you know, it's a uh, Pax Red. I don't know what last infrared is. It's probably something like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it'll be like, I don't know, like, raw? R- r- no, That that's not. Latin. Rubrum, apparently. Well, I never heard that one. <laughs> Get out of here.
1: Pax rubrum. Uh, yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm not into it. All right, what back. the what the fuck is rubicundus? Why what are there the so fuck? many words for red? We're talking about pax rubicundus. Uh, I know rubedo from Zinogre saga. <laughs> ah. wait, is that wait? That's so a- that that river's named named red? I I guess. Hold on, rubicon name meaning. I mean, red river. I'm not.
2: I mean, it makes it makes sense. Like rub would be like Latin
1: for red. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Ruby. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it just <laughs> means red river.
0: Oh, shit. That's sick
1: Damn. There's a red river here in Canada uh, I feel like there's probably a lot of red rivers in a lot of places that would make sense They're uh, not, not the red br- though. Uh, there's the no. river Avon in Britain, which just means river river
2: Yeah, that happens a lot
1: yeah, it's classic. Classic. The river was so named because its waters are colored red by uh iron deposits in the riverbed. Ooh. That's fun. All right. Uh So, do we want to cross the Rubicon into the next episode? Exactly. Thank you. Fantastic. The has been Very good.
0: Cast. Let me Very good work. Excellent. Uh episode 26, The Beetle Homicide Mystery. Um, or, as it's called in other subs,
1: mystery, mystery. homicide needle incident. Beetle
0: incident. <laughs> Excellent. A shooting star falls from the sky, and Go has been told it's probably nothing. Unfortunately, it is something. It's a. Unfortunately, frequent...
2: he's in an Ultraman character.
0: <laughs> yes, he's the protagonist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a three-horned stag beetle that shoots lasers at anything that buzzes. It vaporizes a man using an electric razor and flies off into the night. Ueno tells the police if they don't think there's a kaiju involved, don't call the base. My question, why wouldn't they think there's a kaiju involved? You got zapped by a laser. Um... Jiro and his fake friends are hunting for a rare three-horned beetle that can fly at max speeds, so he doesn't have time to interfere with Go and Aki going on a real actual date. Boyfriend, girlfriend confirmed. Uh, Go assumes they're going to go see a romantic movie, and uh, Aki's like, I don't like sappy movies. We're gonna see Dracula. Uh, in the middle of watching this Dracula movie, Go gets a call. Um... Uh, go turn off your phone. Uh, go gets a call from Matt. Uh the cops want help with the vaporizations. Uh Go leaves Aki and she's looking like kind of miserable. She's like, what the fuck? We're at the cinema. Uh, and Go heads to the scene of the new murder. Some members of the team doubt this is the work of a kaiju. Uh, but by literally seeing the beetle, they figure out what's happened. I don't know how. They use this to figure out what has happened. The beetle is from space. It shoots lasers at things that buzz, in this case, the sound of a hairdryer. And it also seems to like Greek lipstick. Uh, Red, why is this relevant? Because Go gave Greek lipstick to Aki as a present. And then
2: Jiro was really weird about it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And Minimi, technically, Go got it from Minimi. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah Minami gave it to Go and Go gave it to Aki and Go, Go does not hide the fact that Minami gave it to him he's just like yeah Minami gave it to me so I gave it to you um, and so like he's not like oh yeah it's a present I got you he's just you know he's just very honest um, uh, Aki's on her way home from the cinema gets bothered by the beetle uh, she stuns it and returns home uh, Jiro meanwhile finds the beetle and catches it He returns home just in time to hear Ken on the phone to go talking about this killer beetle that they need to find and seize as evidence. And so Jiro walks in, says, I'm back. Here's this. And then goes, "Uh, I'm leaving and walks out in like into his bedroom to put the beetle in a cage. Uh, And then he calls it a night. Uh, The beetle escapes the cage because it has a laser. Uh, It bothers Aki again, but the Sakatas keep an eye on the beetle until Matt can pick it up. Through testing, Matt figures out that the Beetle probably has a natural predator or an enemy that makes a buzzing noise similar to the razor and hairdryer. Um, All right, time to kingstron it. They put it in a box and give Go a laser. He shoots the Beetle and it grows huge. It's absorbing the lasers. Um, It's a laser-type Pokemon. Um, Matt deploys, doesn't do much. Go dies, Ultraman returns, uh, defeats the Beetle. The day is saved. Go and Aki are going on another movie date. This time to see something that sounds sappy. Juro says he doesn't understand women, and Ken looks at him like, what the, "Who taught you? Shut up!"
2: <laughs>
0: the end. <laughs>
2: uh
0: so we got a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, uh,
2: as the detective calls it. He believes this is a laser gun murder homicide, premeditated.
0: Yeah, premeditated. Um, the every everyone is. First of all, the ca- captain Ibuki, truly, they're just mocking him at this point because he's like, I yeah. agree, I agree that that's what happened. <laughs> um, the uh, the actual thing about like this episode is the the centering of the human drama is what we what I you know we talked about last week um quite a lot was this uh. Centering the fact that uh Go leaves Aki at the cinema um and uh his relationship with her uh, throughout this episode. Uh that's the stuff that we want. That's the good shit. Uh yeah. that's kind of uh what I think of as essential to superhero stories.
3: Um
1: Yeah, uh, I I like how we got a little bit of more of a Q and seven vibe with like I feel like it's been a while since we've had like the like oh, this starts off feeling like a like a investigation show mm-hmm. uh before kind of transitioning to the uh Ultraman stuff and uh, i i was greatly appreciative of this return for the the little murder mystery setup here um
3: yeah Sounds yeah
1: uh it's
2: it's it's maybe a bit of a shame that we have to have the big kaiju uh yeah this is true but also i do i do th- i do kind of like the big kaiju suit and i also think it's fun just like oh it's big now because they've shot a laser <laughs> and made it bigger <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's
2: funny they just like oh yeah we try trying we trying to uh, blow up that uh little kaiju again but instead it's just like oh no it's big now
1: they should they I, I should stop been... trying to execute little guys yeah. yeah often leads to big problems yeah, yeah. i also mentioned
2: this in last week's episode but that that kaiju from not last week's episode last week's dead episode uh yeah. The kuku kuku puku was the whatever was like the name of the small baby Kaji that lived up uh, mm-hmm. before it became King Strong. Uh they gave it a cute name.
1: They did give it a cute name. I remember now. Poor little we guy. Well Called the goo goo gaga creature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they,
2: and then they give all puts all chunks in a file in a pile to burn it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> it's just it's just sat in the cage going. And then they
2: just, like, lasers just explode it. they're like, all right,
0: children, watch this. Uh, this is the truth. This is the harsh truth of the real world. You
1: better not close your eyes. Um, I have not shaved since this, uh, since this episode because, uh, in fear that I'll be zapped. That's not true. Damn. Damn.
0: I have shaved
2: since the last episode.
0: Uh, I haven't, but I, I have so little facial hair. I,
1: I, I, I wish I, I was you. <laughs> I hate how I look with even a little bit of facial hair, so every time I uh, I stream with the webcam on, I'm always making sure I'm clean-shaven that day. I also I got, obviously have
2: my own reasons for hating facial hair. Uh, I'm just lazy. Mm-hmm.
0: I got the, I've I'm cursed with baby face. But in some ways, it's a boon.
2: I I want the baby face. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyway, I've I've dated people that are like, you should grow a beard. And then I try it out for a little bit. And I'm just like, you're wrong. (laughs) You're just incorrect.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. I I know.
1: I know you prefer this, but I don't. (laughs) It's never been a big problem.
0: People Uh, are just love love. Don't try to change yourself. (laughs)
1: You're so right.
2: Not uh forgot to mention, uh Protagonist muvlov also voices Kiriyamido.
0: Oh yes. Oh man. Does the
1: Mavlov boy cry? Uh I don't think he cries, but he does say a lot of shit that's like, no, don't don't do that. <laughs> uh he Chicago cries I. more at Higarashi. Oh, is he is he
0: also the boy in Higarashi? Yes. <laughs> Oh, this, this voice actor used to be, like, fucked
1: up VN guys.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I think this was contemporaneous with uh Kira Yamato. That's funny. I know,
1: I know Mavlov was 2003.
2: Uh, Higurashi it was also 2003, but also I don't think it got voice acting until a bit later.
0: Man, it sucks to be Kiriyamoto because, like, that's you now. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, the thing, the thing is, like, he's, yeah. he's a pretty
2: good voice actor. He just needs to be, you know... <laughs> given a character he can act yeah he with. just has a
0: char- yeah, character to voice uh, let me find this was uh, many such problems with Gundam Seed. Let me okay. A brief, a brief aside from uh, Return of Ultraman uh, to quickly check this voice actors. This is this was this is gonna be a looser episode because we have talked about these episodes already. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a
2: little hard to like redo everything again. So I
1: know. Um, Which is funny because I do feel like we went on a very funny tangent last recording too, just for no good reason. Oh, we went so on the our, spirit yeah. is still alive. We went on weird tangents last week too, but because of just
0: being who we Us. are instead yeah. of yeah.
3: We, I mean, we
1: shouldn't th- try to change who we are for our audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have to. I would have to. I have to stop the episode
2: halfway through. Just go talk on the phone for like half an hour. Oh that yeah, yeah. You
1: week. should. Yeah. Oh um,
0: yeah. And I'll. I'll play. I'll play a little Final Fantasy XIV while we wait. That
1: what, <laughs> that is that what happened? That is what. That. That. And I taught, that. that. <laughs> <laughs> that and I and I taught red about the electric wind Godfist. Oh, he did he did
0: he did yeah. my did, My my friend Ryan also tried to teach me about that while I was uh, playing him um, the other day Nice, did you get one out? <laughs> no, no, I did
2: not. Do, do you know how do you know the new Kazuya tech, the electric into electric? No
1: <laughs> No, I do not God I don't um, know who I'm
2: gonna play when I eventually get Tekken 8, but it's gonna be while well cuz money just mm-hmm.
1: become the third reina of this group.
2: Are, are all two of you also Reyna?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm Reyna. Uh, yeah. right now I am.
2: You know what? It's it's tempting, but uh <laughs> Listen, that's just she's, cool. Just, she's, she's cool she's cool and
1: she's the one that all of the new people are playing, and yeah. guess what? I'm new. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think um, it'd be funny to try and be king and just piss people off.
1: <laughs> yeah. King is King's got some shit in that game. We can't talk about Tekken.
2: <laughs> but, I literally have no position to actually talk about Tekken.
1: Um, he is not Gara. Why does
0: this link to Gara? Who the fuck is Yashimaru? Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me look me, up uh, Yashimaru. Keichi from, from
2: Hiroaki also sometimes just, it's just like, hey, why are you saying that?
0: <clears throat> Let's see. Um, oh, he's a desert, uh, okay. Yeah, he's a desert ninja. That's, that's related to Gara somehow. Okay. There are too many guys in Naruto. Um...
2: I've never read Naruto in my life. Um, People just say shit happens in Naruto. I'm like, yeah, I believe you. That's so
0: They have They have
2: elemental types.
0: You're an elemental yeah. sick. You're an element sicko now.
2: Apparently. Yeah, I, I actually.
1: Mean, yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, this has been revealed. Uh, like, I knew it in my heart because of my upbringing on Pokemon and Bionicle. But yeah, it is revealed in our uh, tail stream. That's who I am. Sasuke's
0: a dual type. He's uh he's lightning and fire. He's fire because he's an Uchiha, and he's lightning by coincidence, and because Kakashi had already taught him lightning powers by the time that the elements had the elemental thing got invented, <laughs> so he had to be two. Oh, I see. Um, and which is and the the fire the fire is interesting because uh Naruto is wind, and uh that means that uh you know. Naruto has a weakness to Sasuke, but that's not how Sasuke sees it. That's not how Naruto sees it. Naruto sees it as him and Sasuke being well-matched because his power amplifies fire. Because they're boyfriends. I <laughs> Because, I think because it's cool. Naruto doesn't make sense unless Naruto
1: and Sasuke are deeply in love. I think it's cool when your element is a puppet. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes. No, there, there's
0: uh That's not... That's not... That's not the, all... All the powers got were a thing, and then this—the elemental shit—doesn't show up until Shippuden. Like, like after um, a couple of arcs of Shippuden have already happened. Um, God, Naruto's are so fucking stupid. Um, the reason they invent, oh, they invent the elements in in the arc that they do because there's a guy that's all five. Because he has, he's a zombie. He's a five life zombie. He's a five life cat guy, and he's made of wires. And, uh, and each
2: life has its own element.
0: Each life has its own element. Yeah, he's a. He's Whoa, a this, is just like, this is just like just
2: like the final boss of Persona Three.
1: I was about to say they made a fucking SMT boss. Yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> the Arcanas, the means by which all is revealed. <laughs>
0: Uh, Kakashi has a has a really cool fight with him and then Naruto shows up and saves the day. You know, the, the Wow, theme, I wouldn't have
1: predicted that. <laughs> the, running, the running
0: theme of Naruto. Kakashi has a really cool fight and then Naruto saves the day. <laughs> Kakashi's the realest guy in Naruto. He's just here to be in the CIA and punch people through the heart. That's his deal. That's who he is.
1: Uh, does he say "Go to hell" with this blow? What he does? Oh, he probably does. That is the thing. Uh, so, uh, moving on.
0: No, well, okay. Do we have anything else to say? Actually, we should. We like. So, we talked last week about what did we talk about? We talked about. I'm looking at the wrong summaries. Uh, we talked about the fact
1: that we like the Beatles. Um, yeah, we it's a good. be like. Uh, Good fake science this episode with the vibrate. The vibration sounds like it's oh, some prey or predator st- or some shit. Stupid fake science. Yes.
0: Um, and oh, we 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 were we are lax in our duties. We almost forgot to talk about the fact the fact that this episode reveals that it's actually Jiro that's weird. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually yeah. that Jiro just hates women for some reason, and everyone else in the Sakata family is like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like a like like go and Ken. They're like, listen, Jiro your... what you have is over misogyny. You have to have regular misogyny. Yes,
0: regular misogyny. There's a right level of misogyny to be at. <laughs> <laughs> With where uh, women women should not be yeah, like I... you know in the endangering themselves, really doing anything like cool for, like on camera. Um, but. You also don't have to be weird about the fact they're wearing lipstick.
1: <laughs> Please, Jiro. Jiro, J- J- just... Jiro fell down a TikTok rabbit hole that he will take his entire oh, entire yeah. life unraveling from. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, he Zero is pills, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yes. um, th- this
3: it just is, this occurred is, this to me
2: th- that like episode one of the show has civilian go uh, rushing to danger while telling a uh, professional Oka to stop. Yes, uh, he does. before dying, uh, and then after this, Elka proceeds to spend like eighty percent of the show uh, at base. <laughs>
0: she's she's still yeah. listening to that first command that Go gave her. <laughs> she's she's just she's one day it's just gonna be like, why don't you do anything? It's like, well, remember that one time you told me not to? I'm still doing that. I, <laughs> I just kind of thought it it would just
1: we would just stay like that.
0: She saw what happened go, when you go do go something spying
1: on her to see how many days in a row she carves a tally mark into the tree. God. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Other than
0: production on this episode. Um. I think that's kind of it. Yeah. I think, it trivia,
2: I think all my trivia was for next episode. Uh,
0: anyway. Yes.
1: I think this is a solid one. Um. Yeah, I like this one. The director was Masanori Kake, who was the uh, guy who made the comedic like president. Uh, of the company, like film series thing,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then written by Shozo Uehara, which you know, weird, weird ass episode concept makes sense. Hmm. Cool. All
0: right. Episode twenty seven. Go to hell with this one
1: blow. Or go to hell with this blow. At a temple. I think I actually kind of like your version better. It's better. It's better. It, it, it's better. It, it, it
0: hits better. Um, yeah. At a temple, a statue is split in half by a kaiju with circular saws for hands. This will be relevant later. Azuma oh I completely fucking forgot about. this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the thing the, the thing about this episode is that there's a kaiju with circular saws for hands, and I'm not necessarily a huge fan, but that's that's my personal opinion. Uh, this will be re- Azuma Saburo is a kickboxer who has his last fight coming up. Uh, out training, he meets Go and is impressed when he leaps over a passing motorbike. That's the ultra kick, says Saburo. No, it's not. I'm not Ultraman. I'll see you in court, says Go. Uh, Saburo wants Go to teach him how to do the ultra kick, and Go agrees. Uh, he'll visit the gym if he isn't busy with kaiju stuff. Oh no, back at base, kaiju stuff threatens to keep Go busy. The whole statue thing is very strange. Uh, Go's like, uh, it could be a natural phenomenon. Like an air pocket or something. And everyone buys this for some reason. So Go uh, is free look, to go training. Forward,
2: look forward to the first episode from next week, by the way.
0: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, at the gym, uh, Go fights kick demon Sawamura, who we found, you know, he's a real guy. Uh, we'll get into it. Um, anyway, Go gets his ass kicked, and Saburo's like, oh, Why didn't you use the ultra kick? And Go just says, I was too busy admiring his moves. I forgot. Then the two go training, and Go. Uh, do some truly just fucking Looney Tunes shit where one of them is standing on one end of a seesaw and the other one is jumping onto the other end to, th- like, throw Saburo into the air. Uh, this training works. And Saburo has the basics of the ultra kickdown. Now he can work on perf- on perfecting it. Uh, the two bros go out to eat and Saburo says, oh, I've made a bet with myself. If I win this fight, I will propose to the girl on the bus that I say hello to sometimes. If I lose, I will return home to the temple where my mother lives. Go's like, hell yeah, this sounds fucking sick. Uh, Anyway, that temple is the one where the statue got wrecked, and Saburo's mum calls Matt out to investigate for real this time. Uh, But when Go mentions he knows Saburo, uh, his mum immediately decides, ah, you know what? It was an illusion. It was all made up, uh, so uh, I can, you know, I'm I'm just going to chat about my son with this nice young man. It's fine. Um, Uh, She gives him a... She gives Go a good luck charm to give to Saburo and sends him on his way. Uh, Now, drama shit. Uh, Saburo invites the girl he likes to watch him fight, but it's Aki, and she asks for a second ticket for her boyfriend. Saburo, this is one of the many, many reasons why you have to, like, know the people you want to propose to, like, (laughs) to some degree. Uh, Aki meets Go and invites him to the fight, and Go realizes what's happened in a self-sacrificing moment, he turns down the ticket and says he's going to be busy because, you know, he thinks Saburo needs this fight. He needs to win, to win his last fight for pride. Um, He goes to see Saburo and Saburo's like, I've already lost the fight. She has a boyfriend. Go basically tells him that's a pathetic excuse uh, to give up on his final fight and that he has to go immediately because the kaiju is attacking. Uh, we have two fights simultaneously. Ultraman versus Buzzsaw Hands, and Saburo versus some guy. Ultraman kickboxes the kaiju and then slices through its neck. He ultra kicks the head clean off, but Saburo loses. Go finds him and asks why he didn't use the ultra kick. Saburo says he was admiring the other guy's moves and forgot. Go thinks he's lying. This was about his pride. Why would he lose? And Saburo says, pride isn't just about winning. Sometimes you lose for pride and he walks away, revealing a little Ultraman mask he keeps with his back. The end. Uh
2: boxing is a great pe- episode.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Turns, great. turns out, boxing episodes are, are good. Go watch Ultra Q and listen to our podcast about that episode.
1: Yeah. Also, Yeah, this you know, does not achieve the same heights as the Peter episode, but no. what, ca- what could? What could? No. The, yeah. the, the ending uh, of the-
2: Buzzsaw guy, not as cool as Peter. No, not we as cool as Peter. from this in uh, last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the end the ending of this episode is is good. It obviously does not quite match up with the ending of that Ultra Q episode, which I just think is uh, is just amazing. It's just really good. Um, and uh, I think uh, oh, obviously the elephant in the room with this episode is that this drama is based on the fact that Saburo literally knows fucking. Nothing about Aki, <laughs> and is just like I'm gonna propose to a girl that I say hello to on the bus. Um, which, uh, bro, uh, uh, you gotta get a grip. You, you, you gotta yeah. like, you know, it's not the end. It's not the end of the world that the girl you say hello to on the bus has a boyfriend.
1: This is like you, you <laughs> should, you know. You should talk to people. I, you know, he's about he's about to start posting to the same subreddit that Jiro goes to. Oh, oh him no. and Jiro, yeah.
2: Woman, be like, how I- already have partners?
1: Yeah, I've and Jiro's like, you're so right for this. I've been harboring this love
0: for you this whole time, and you know, you reject me. This is just, this is just how
1: society oppresses men. Jiro, uh, why are you a moderator for this subreddit? <laughs>
0: Uh, cuz he doesn't have a job he has the time <laughs> um but uh i think the, the actual drama pays off i think it's good i think the it's pretty good yeah the uh the thing i mentioned last week that i i like is the um the read on go's character as like him being like i'm not going to go and i'm not going to talk to aki about what's happening i'm just going to let her go to the fight and because i think that sabro needs to win this fight and him like mis misidentifying what the real uh
1: uh what sabro actually values yeah i and being self sacrificed i think it right. I, I think i said this last time but i'm pretty impressed and like i was kind of thinking watching the episode that it was gonna go the route of go being like Oh, what do you mean she has a boyfriend? That doesn't matter. Do it anyways and like win her over without realizing who it was. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm honestly kind of impressed with more time attached, like away from the episode that they <laughs> they didn't they, they didn't end yeah. up going they didn't some do sort of direction the soap with that. Thing. Yeah. Um Yeah. The the little Ultraman mask on his bag at the end is like a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um I think this show, and obviously this makes sense for it being the fourth one, has a better grip on, like, what Ultraman is as a symbol to the people in the world, and obviously with, you know, you can draw inspiration from real-life culture there and what Ultraman means to people just in everyday life, but I I think it's neat that we're starting to see some of that filter down into the show, Um, because... I think we've discussed before, sometimes these shows can play a little fast and loose with how aware is the outside world of the monster stuff and even like who is. <laughs> yeah, like when the
2: professor, when the detective was like, Yeah, there's a laser gun homicide. <laughs>
1: or <all yeah>. when or
0: <laughs> when all when uh the, the captain came back from sea and was like, Oh, there was a giant monster, and everyone's like, No one's ever seen a giant monster. I was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> We're like eight episodes deep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they forgot that Twin Tail just like blew up part of Tokyo supposed para takos didn't didn't happen
0: the first episode has like three kaiju <laughs> or something um but yeah uh I think i I also liked um uh what was I gonna say oh yes um I thought the, the actual like match Saburo's match at the end is uh, uh I think very cool I, it's always like uh from the perspective of the guy that he's fighting or like a close-up on aki's face as she's supporting him um and i think this this show is just like very inventive uh in the way that it's shot sometimes um also, i say sometimes often um in a way that uh, we've mentioned this before uh the the baseline for this show is like so much higher than in like ultraman yeah um, and Ultra 7, to be honest. Like, all, Ultra 7's highs are high, but, like, most of the time it is, like, well, a 60s show. hmm
2: Now we're in 70s television, which is very we different.
0: Yeah, you
1: we know, are in the 70s. Um. I, uh, I think this, um... This is... I I think last time I said I th- think the... That like star constellation episode thing from the session I was gone for might be my favorite episode of the show we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. but also like this one, I think might give it a run for its money. like I now that I'm a little bit more removed from it, I'm like, I think this is just like a when I think about return of Ultraman and what it's typically doing, this is just a good one of the standard episode of this show if that makes sense, yeah, 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 like it's gonna die this,
2: and then go gets to do some stuff. The f-
1: the mm. formula refines to an immaculate level. It's like when we got and, and like the, the, battle, got the like, end of... Oh, go ahead.
2: The battle has, like, thematic resonance, because he's, like, doing the kickboxing moves. Mm-hmm. And yes. there's a fight happening in parallel, so it's it's cool. There's it's, cool it, stuff. It's kind of like... I haven't been, been saying much, mostly because I'm like, well, there's an episode that we talked about last week, and it's been two weeks since I saw it, but also, yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> it's good.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know... This is, this is a funeral episode. This is... <laughs> This is 48.1. It is what it is. Um, the, um... I should slap funeral music on the front of this episode
1: instead of the theme. If I die defi- first... I need
2: to find the fucking funeral... A funeral arrangement of fucking Return of Ultron opening.
1: It's very specific. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, if I die first, Red, can you make a summary of my life and then read it at my funeral and make everyone that I know and love have to endure it? Yeah. And then Mel could be there at the side-cracking jokes. Yeah. Um, I'll, may- I'll some make some sure- Someone
2: at the funeral can play Schumann, and then they'll stop playing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to stop playing
2: every time Mel has a joke to make <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Schumann may again. Yes, it does.
0: <laughs> In a fucking cheap way. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, uh... Yeah, in the in the way that this is kind of like refined, uh, return of Ultraman. Um, that's kind of this happened towards the end of Ultra Seven for me and Brad. Less so for Mel. Mel was just, thought it was just like an alright episode, but the like in the finale episode there was that first episode that was uh the swapped uh block of flats yes. of apartments, the no Kyokai. <laughs> yes, the no Kyokai. origin, episode, um, where. Uh, me and me and Brad was just like, oh, this is this is one of the sickest Ultra Seven episodes. and I was like, what the fuck f- f-
1: is? Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Oh, it was in the finale,
2: time. and it's kind of like compared to the actual finale. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah. I just remember thinking, yeah, this episode was okay, I guess. And you guys were like, oh, this is so cool, and then we talked about the, the finale and just forgot about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not in that finale though. Uh, watch Ultra Seven. If you haven't, do I? I assume I. We talk like we just assume people have, but you know, do that.
2: Yeah, there's we. I do. We have on like I haven't. Inf- you know, just based on information, I know at least one person <laughs> didn't catch up the podcast and just started with a return to feed.
0: All nice. Uh, so, um, you know, people people have to people have taste. They you know, it's all good.
1: i uh, to to we you, do just, we person do just listening shit, right though. now i'm sorry we sound unhinged i bet
2: yeah i mean they've already like who knows they could have already have watched those shows it's just you know sometimes you just catch up to the current season uh and then maybe go through the backlog
1: true yeah it's just we have so many inside jokes that we probably sound ridiculous yeah the
0: the the shape in my mind of the arc towards Ide and Jun fist fighting on top of a kaiju is so clear to me and <laughs> two, two in...
2: characters which have never interacted in any media <laughs>
0: absolutely <laughs> that we know of <laughs> absolutely um no i do not mean Gento's kid i, I... <laughs> Ide should be up Gento's kid <laughs> For the crime of wanting to spend time with his dad, uh, S- uh,
2: Sadako is like nice. Gento. <laughs> your kid got beat up by an, an adult, and Gento's like a what? <laughs> While he and Blazer are the disco.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I've, mischarac- I've mischaracterized Ide in in this in this brief joke. He would not be beat. He'd be he'd be tell he'd be telling the kid, you know, your dad has abandoned you <laughs> for for Ultraman.
1: Make the eat, eat a, in the corner of the bar with a bunch of a bunch of alcohol nearby taking a sip and he just tell, says let me tell you about the bravest warrior I ever knew the dream sequence flashed a pig bot. hell yeah
3: <laughs> hell yeah
0: <laughs> he's like you know Ultraman could have saved him but he didn't <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll get back to that later, too. He's he's testing us. <laughs> uh, um,
0: okay. Are we kind of done talking about this episode? Do we got production? I should get the trivia out of the way. Oh, trivia. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... Yeah.
2: First of all, yeah, Tadashi Sawamura was a guest star. He was a real athlete, a real kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickboxing was big at the time. I think we saw that, you know, this is around the time Ashton Joe, Tomorrow's Joe... Me referencing the current Twitter discourse, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
3: um,
2: Yeah, that manga happened at the same time. There's probably some other kickboxing specific manga, too. Because, you know, kickboxing and boxer are Mm -hmm. somewhat different.
0: Adjacent. Yeah. Uh,
2: But also, apparently, Sour Moore himself was apparently uh, played a big role in starting the Showa kickboxing boom. Um, and yeah, he's a, he was a big deal. And so they were like, hey, let's get a famous athlete onto our show and drive ratings. And it worked.
0: Yeah. Um, Return of Ultraman, just constant tricks to, uh, get more people watching and they, every trick seems to work.
2: Yeah. It's the kind of thing. It's the kind of thing where like, we are not releasing, we're not making 13 episode batches months in advance. So they're just more like on the fly Mm -hmm. doing shit to drive ratings. Which is probably good from, like, pros and cons, they can respond more to people's feedback, which is how they get the, you know, big face tsunami episode. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, about uh, some kaiju design, the kaiju this week in this episode Gronken uh, was designed by Kako Yonatani. This was his first major design, uh, though he did do the draft design for uh, the kaiju in the Minimi episode. Uh, that one was still like ended up being designed by Ken Kamagi, uh, but, uh, yeah, Yonatani, he'll be going to make lots of more kaiju for both Subarai and Toho in the future. And this is his first, uh, big, uh, creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah. And also, yeah, even though he's got buzzsaws buzzsaw, he's also got some boxing glove influences on his hands because of the thematics of the episode. So yeah, little neat, little neat details.
0: Uh, boxing would be, I, you know, happy they don't put buzzsaws on boxing gloves. That would, you know, wild boxing. Yeah. Rush. That's some like, I don't know. Maybe they do that in the underground. New Guilty in, Gear
2: like, character. Megalowbox. <laughs> yes.
0: New Guilty Gear character.
2: Absolutely. They, they don't have a boxer in Guilty Gear. Hmm.
0: No. Hmm. No, they don't. This is true.
2: Just fucking remember Jay-Z making the meeting up with the Bridget... Girl. <laughs> the Bridget cosplayers?
0: There's now Bridget... Yeah, he's got a track called Bridget now. Yeah. It's it's very funny happen. that he keeps trying to give credit to, like, trans people on Twitter and they've got slur names. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then he keeps being like i'm just trying to at you <laughs> <laughs> he's like sincerely apologetic i'm like i'm just trying to i mean,
0: i feel like every other day i'm checking twitter and it's someone quote retweeting one of those tweets with a the lgbtq community has forgiven Jay Z.
2: <laughs> he's he when people say a stands for ally one they're wrong with two uh Z counts <laughs>
3: He's
0: the grungler. (laughs) He truly is the grungler. Um,
1: alright. Alright. Uh, do we have any production notes about this episode? Yes, uh, Masanori Kake was once again directing, and then written by Shinichi Ichikawa. Thank you.
0: Shinichi Ichikawa. Um, alright. Well... That might be uh an ep- well I, it's not an episode because we've got other stuff but like that might be the return of Ultraman this week. Uh, it is.
2: Yeah, we got it. We got it done. We we did a repeat due diligence.
0: No, I got it. No, I got a, I got a question. Do we? Are we reading the email again? Yeah. Might. Like, I want to I, I feel bad because I don't bad want. Bad if we don't. So you <laughs> so so we should. So we'll, should do
1: it. We'll, we'll just we'll go through it. Uh, you, we, you, you we'll know what? while you. While you read that, I'm also going to order food, because I'm realizing I did the thing again. Okay. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway. Uh, first of all, color timers. Color timers. Episode 25, 3 minutes, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 26, 2 minutes, 28 seconds. Yay, we
0: episode got one under. Episode 27, 4 minutes, 34 seconds. Failure. Nice. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. Atrocious showing. Yeah. Over 4 minutes... He-
3: Go.
2: Anyway, That's so Drixer's email from last week. That is now this week. A slow week. I uh, no, unfortunate that it was a slower week because he had to do it over again. Um, he mm-hmm. like, said, "Okay, yeah, there's not a whole lot for me say That's actually interesting until the thirties run uh, with this badge. Most interesting to say is that with the beetle uh, or whatever the title was, episode twenty-six. That is, oh yeah, there's the this shoot shows up in every stage show." Yes.
0: And I was mad because I was briefly very happy to learn that the beetle is in every stage show. And then I find out the beetle is not in every stage show. The kaiju of the beetle is in every stage show. And I was like, they should (laughs) just, they should have the laser murder beetle in every stage show. You don't even have to puppeteer it or you can just play a buzzing
1: sound and have all your actors react as though there's a beetle. What yeah. they should do is that if someone's cell phone goes off or vibrates during the stage show, they have the beetle fly out and kill that Hell yeah, them. they should do that. <laughs> it it um, should kill them for real. Yes. Listen, if your phone goes off in a theater.
2: Uh, yeah, they- Cedric Sir expresses yeah, <laughs> <that> Del <Kendall's laughs> levels of annoyance in that specific words at the Kaiju beetles <laughs> show all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh... In terms of next week, as in actually next week, this time for real, uh, they say they have a feeling that Brad's, aka Ra- Raisin bread Raisin bread, they constantly call him, uh, will have a field day with the writer for the next episode, which uh, you know he found out in the middle of last week's episode, uh, and we'll find out next
1: week. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've watched that episode, Mel. I have watched that episode. Do you think you know who it is based off of the episode? I'm curious. No, I'm so fucking bad with this. <laughs>
3: the, nice, literally
2: okay. Literally, Soji's the only one I can go, oh yeah, that guy. And then, like, if 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 like a if it's a director, I can tell if it's Soji. If it's a writer, I can probably tell that it's like...
1: Uh, uh, oh Ken my god. god.
2: Kinjo, oh my god, it feels so... I mean,
1: who's to say if it's even someone from the ultra series previous oh, i'm, I'm just saying the last the saying. last time the last time it was honda and like
2: maybe maybe i can maybe kind of sense as shojo But i'm really bad for like the telling the staff which i kind of feel bad about because i feel like i should be better at this but like i don't internalize it as much uh, a, which is why you should of, do that sweatshirt <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> there's a lot of variety to
1: uehara is the thing yeah say so, with i mean i still think ichikawa will always be the guy where it's like what a roller coaster of, I mean, of episodes. I mean, yeah, but also, it's
0: really funny that Tetsuo Kinjo is the guy that I once said, "Oh, this is our guy," and then you revealed he made the Fury of the South. He was wrote the Fury of the South Seas. Yes,
3: that's I, true. I forgot. I <laughs> forgot he wrote he wrote he did the, the Fury of the South, South
0: Seas. seas.
2: That's it, that, I, that, that episode kind of feels out of character for him. In it does.
1: <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's. It's wild. Is, you know. Not everyone's perfect. Not, is not, a lesson not here. Not everyone's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I'd like to
2: get better at like recognizing the stuff. Like one of our one of our listeners, you know, messaged me and was like, "Yeah, I gotten very good at like guessing who's directed or wrote an episode." And I'm like, "Well, I haven't."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I will say I feel like I'm developing sort of a feeling for yeah. it. Mostly, you know what, I, okay, I, that's a lie. I feel like the two that stand out for me were, yeah, like, Jisouji, I could tell, like, okay, he's the, like, Jisogi is the... Jisouji is
2: easy mode, like, it's not yeah, actually, yeah. it doesn't really count, in a way.
1: It is extremely easy to see, like, okay, yeah, Jisouji touched this one. Um, And also, I feel like I'm starting to get a pretty good knack for, like, okay, this one's just fucking weird. Uh, Uehara, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it is very funny that every time there's a Jisouji-directed episode, I... I get to a certain point in the episode i pause take a screenshot of what i'm seeing post it on twitter and just be like ah the king has returned <laughs> yes yeah
2: yeah hopefully one day i can get a little bit better um but yeah i just like i i know the names more or less but just like i don't connect into the episodes themselves a lot of times unless mm-hmm. it's like certain ones mm-hmm. like you know i know hajime is the explosion guy uh i know Te- kinjo is the colonialism guy uh you know, it's just like some things click, and I. But also, I could not tell you what Nonagase does. I know the name, but I don't know what it, his style is. Uh, uh, if there's a beheading,
1: it's... it's him. Oh. <laughs> if it's boring, then suddenly there is a beheading. It's him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Actually, that's uh, that's true. The, the, I think it was the last Nonagase episode. The monster gets fucking cut up at the, at the end of like oh, I was a Nonagase one, and I was super right. <laughs> uh uh um, yeah
2: all right i need to, i need to finish the rest of the email which yeah. is the part where uh goes on a rant about why mom has bad taste yes uh <laughs> uh I use the rest of the called mel's mom uh why midsummer murders those shows have never made sense like why the hell does anyone still live midsummer the amount of fatales occur in that one small Everyone, town, town is unreal it's that it's all set. Like, just go somewhere else. It all
0: it's all set in Berkshire, where everyone fucking hates each other. That's just true. That's just it's just the countryside in the south of England. Uh, Midsummer Murders is a
1: documentary, practically. <laughs> Oh yeah, we we've missed out on both Columbo Talk and Red Lore because we missed that. Episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. For, yeah. I
0: briefly I briefly went I, I use the word briefly again as though as though bankruptcy is brief. I, my family went <laughs> my family went bankrupt and my dad had to go back into programming and we brief we Again, again briefly it was not brief it was like five years um lived in the countryside in the south of england and that was the worst period of my life um but yes that's yeah and then the...
2: uh the part where subject star says uh the same with shows like death and paradise like holiday somewhere else and then i'm like uh this is the part where i reveal that my mom also likes death
3: and paradise <laughs> yeah i was uh... the
0: the it's very funny <laughs> the, the I it's I did not think it was possible to be to be in Canada and watching death in paradise I was like how did that make that over
2: No, oh, yeah my mom like just like you know for whatever reason British maybe my murder mystery like, British murder are available to her and she really liked them and so that's, she just like honed in on that like like the way anime people or mecha people watch mecha anime <laughs> Has she ever watched Morse? Yes, she likes Morse. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm now imagining like a fucking like- She likes uh, Luther as well, I think, but I think she's like- Oh, Luther is also like harder yeah, yeah.
0: that's interesting. Yeah, that's Idris Elba, yeah. She's,
2: she's, like, she likes it, but also is, like, it's like heavy.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. That's much- yeah, that's much more serious.
2: Not the same thing, but I remember when I was a kid, she like, really liked the show called Heartbeat. Uh... Oh,
0: my mum loves Heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched so much Heartbeat as a kid.
1: God that's hilarious. It's it's so funny how my moms what the fuck I I feel like I'm really feeling now this is this is nothing because this is a group of 3 people but like my version of all of this was like me and my my older sister babysitting me, and we'd always have unsolved mysteries on, or uh, my mom constantly watching Forensic Files, and like we'd watch uh, America. I guess technically this would be only America, America's Most Wanted. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Trashy TV. If if,
2: if if there is like a well-known British murder mystery show, my mom is probably like engaged in it at least i mean and listen, probably likes it.
1: Good. Well, I was going to say can you Poirot's can you imagine good. if they made if they made a super robot wars but for british murder mystery <gasps> shows? <laughs> oh, My man, favorite franchise detective, <laughs> wars <and>
0: detective barnaby.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, right. Now okay, now this is this is we're getting into the we're getting into the deep lore. Uh does your mum know about Bergerac?
2: <laughs> I have not heard of that one, but for all I know okay. she could have.
0: Okay, Bergerac is uh, a mystery show that stars the guy that is Detective Barnaby in *Midsummer Murders*, but he's okay. Uh, it's from it's from years it's from years before. <clears throat> um, God, God damn! All right we got Uh, i'm glad i'm glad we unearthed new shit this time we got into it last time i did yeah it's it's like it's
2: like when it's like when uh yeah yeah i I didn't i almost mentioned that last time i forgot to so glad i got to this time at
3: least (laughs) (gasps) making up
2: for having to redo things just like when i lost the the
1: i do can can i I say i actually think this episode probably turned out better than last episode did Maybe how, I think mm, I, I think know. we had how, more. Okay,
0: how does uh, how long is the heartbeat theme? Can I use it for the end of this
2: episode? <laughs> well, you can't because uh, you have to use the uh, Let's Go Seven.
0: Oh, oh, well, Actually, that's, that's that's good anyway because the heartbeat theme is only like thirty seconds long.
2: <laughs> you can, you can use it as a transition or something.
0: No, no, no. I'm not do- I'm not doing it. All right, we can move on to. The final two things.
2: Uh, yeah, the bonuses. Uh yeah. bonuses let's get, this week. Let's get the thing we already watched out of the way and then we can do the live reaction.
0: After. Yeah, so we watched a little yeah. there was a little bonus thing. We talked this is we've been kicking this around for a while. This uh little like six minute Ultra Seven short that got made yeah. for fifty fifth anniversary.
2: If if this the plan was if this finished before we finished Ultra Seven, we would have watched it along the finale. Uh but it just out, like a like a month more. later. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. It was kinda unclear when it came out if there was gonna be more, and I think I, I found more info on the wiki that helps explain that. But in, in okay. the end, we just kinda figured, well, this is the most we're gonna get, probably. Yeah. Uh and if there is more, we'll get back to it if we want to. And it feels but we like were just doing the middle of the season, but we may as well just get out of the way. Like, yeah, we're... might as well. So uh Eh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah i
2: mean it's a five minute thing in the end
1: uh, in yeah see that's problems. my thing i don't actually think it's that weird to do this in the middle of the season because i frankly think it was fucking nothing <laughs> oh it, right the one thing is on the one hand it was
0: nothing on the other hand it was the a compilation of just as many references to things i like in as short a time yeah. as possible in and in a way that made me go shut up stop it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Uh, they, Uh, they, they used Come On 7, and I was like, I was like, oh, Come On 7, and I was like, oh, okay, come on.
2: (laughs) Uh, Um, it's, it's, it's definitely, in hindsight, after watching, I'm like, yeah, the way it's pandering, it's obviously a self-contained thing and not actually doing more. Yeah, the best Uh, thing about
0: it is the way that the actor playing Anne ran. (laughs) she she was trying to do like an Anne run i think um and it was just very
1: like fake girly run and i was like what are you it, doing you know you, you know when people make fun of like mmorpgs how when you pick like yes. the female version of like a race they are like look at how ridiculous they made the walk cycle i immediately <laughs> thought of that <laughs> it's so exaggerated um so it's so
0: what happens in this short is Moroboshi Dan gets transported into I have one question about this that needs to be answered. Moroboshi Dan gets transported into the future of 2023 uh through a dark zone uh but he's been the the dark zone was created by a Pegasus um uh who wanted to save Pegasus City uh and figured if Ultraman was out of the Ultra 7 was out of the no it's returned
2: <laughs> <laughs> the return of ultraman 7
0: fuck um if ultra 7 was out of the picture then Pegasus city would be saved uh because
2: that's absolutely what happened in that episode and he finds out no wait that's not what happened in this
0: that is not what happened in that episode <laughs> what happened is they got fucking nuked uh um, yeah
2: and then he's like oh well uh damn i guess earth just got fucked after that anyway huh
0: yeah um and uh now uh Anne is in like a is in this earth but in an alternate dimension that's collapsing and it's so they're doing like
1: the mirror shit uh reflection. Yeah, okay, of the world. can I say I described this to Mel when when you were gone before we started recording Red. This feels like the the secret ending you get after beating the bonus boss in a Kingdom Hearts with how this is shot. <laughs> like it's that same vibe.
0: Um, and they can't. They can't put the camera on Dan and Anne's face very often because they're not real. Um Yeah,
2: yeah. They're. We'll get to that. They're talking. I'll re- I'll read the Wikipedia page because uh, the Japanese the the Ultraman wiki page. I'll read that and mm. then we'll get some more. Info.
0: And uh, there's uh, Dan gets his hand bandaged up by an old guy that I'm like. Is that the real Dan? Is that, is that him? Is that the actor? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm I'm glad I called that. Um, And, uh, that's kind of it. Dan goes to rescue Anne and like reaches out his hand and then the the episode kind of, oh, oh, there's like a, they play the come on seven while a kid is like walking around and then walks out, looks out the window and goes, (gasps) seven. And then they play the opening, the, the like, the spinning logo yeah. stuff, and then that's the end of the short.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just definitely a, a bit of like feeling themselves off for the 55th anniversary. Yeah, it's, it's just
0: a- that it's some anniversary fan service, which is absolutely acceptable. Um, yeah, uh, it's whatever. It's it's, it's it's all right. Yeah. So what is the what in is the this end, wiki info info?
2: In the end, it feels kind of silly that we put it off, but you know, it's kind of the yes. weird circumstances. <laughs> it's put under. Oh wow. Well. Um, Oh yeah, so first of all there's on the Japan only uh, Super I Imagination streaming service, uh, which is where Super I likes to put some of their exclusive stuff. There's like three uh, there's like three exclusive voice drama episodes. Uh, okay. which is where the extra comment t- the content we were thinking of was we were unclear of was. So we can I see. Theoretically, we, in the future, if someone rips it and subs it, we could, like, watch it, I guess, and throw it in. But for now, we're just like, well, we can't. So, this is what we got. Uh, and yeah, they released around, basically around the same time as uh, this thing, in, Nove- in November of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I could just looking at some of the cast, because there's some cast info. Uh... Dan's body double is a guy called Joe Kanata, and he's voiced by Daiki Kachim- Kajimoto, okay. and has a body double, Makiko Toda, voiced by Yu Nikaido, and then of course they use some CGI shit to like make them look like the characters from yeah, the 60s,
1: which is a bit weird. They ro- they, they rogue wand it. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely rogue one it.
2: Um... Feel weird about it but also if it's only for this one weird five minute thing, it's fine whatever questionable but mm-hmm. not evil and uh, then also we have jiro satsuma the one cave guy who dan stole his appearance from uh played by koji morosugu aka the, the actor for dan himself so you know he's in this that's the guy who gave him the, like, oh. the bandage.
0: oh so that's the oh right because he exists in the world Right, yeah. okay.
2: I didn't realize until the wiki that it was supposed oh, that guy, but yeah, okay. I thought it was
1: just... I, thought... I I wondered, but I wasn't sure. I, think I it just was forgot just a about guy, to, be <laughs> to the actor.
2: Yeah, me too. I thought it was a thing. So. But um, yes, they,
0: they, there is a real a real guy that Dan took the identity of. Um, well, not the identity, the face. Literally just his appearance.
2: <laughs> there's a... The alien Pegasa is played by Toki Kimura. They don't actually use a suit. They just have a guy who's dressed really goth. Um. Yep. Monologuing to Dan. I uh, also apparently. I forgot about this. Uh, someone named Mion Okai plays Alien Magellan Maya. Apparently, she's in this somewhere. I forgot
1: Alien. Who? I didn't see Maya that. the,
2: the Soul Ultra Eye.
1: So wow. apparently, oh she's wait, in no, no, yeah, she is there. She is there. Yes, yeah, she is there. I because oh, I wondered if it was her too. When this happened, because I just totally forgot. It's like during. I think it's around the same time they're showing like the Pegasus stuff. It's like a real like quick like she just walks on the street and then like looks up like kind of in bewilderment or something. Okay. It's very it's a, it's a very blinking you miss it thing. But I was wondering if that was her. Yeah.
2: Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Also, apparently there was another reason why we were confused about how much there was. Uh. There's a bunch of like a lot of promotional events for this short movie, even though it was only five minutes. There was apparently like a. Kind of like an ARG kind of thing, uh, where they did pa- paranormal activity, like a research thing. Like, kind of mm-hmm. an ARG mobile phone thing, where like interactive puzzles. Okay. Uh, they, they did
0: also advertise it every week on uh, uh yeah. on the YouTube channel for Ultraman Blazer.
2: Yeah, apparently the puzzle events are like themed after... Episode 14, which is King Joe, 37, so Stolen Ultra Eye. I guess that's where she comes in. Uh, And then, of course, the Pegaso episode. Okay. Um, So that's what happens. And then also, there was a murder mystery experience event. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Nice. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. They did the whole Prometheus. They did some more stuff for this, you would have thought, from like a weird bonus thing. Mm hmm weird ARG Pokemon Go shit cell phones I guess an escape room uh the name of the murder mystery fan is based off the original challenge of versus okay well okay yeah it's just a you know I guess it's just like a fine tribute thing. yeah
1: it's like fine and I feel like it's like a fine for an anniversary thing or whatever but also like I don't know, I always feel weird with these concept things because, like, I'm like, I guess it's cool, but, like, it's hard for me to get excited about because it's just, like, what if we made this really cool thing, but instead we just made a five-minute what if yeah. this possibly actually existed thing instead? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I guess, you know, I, but also I don't know if I necessarily want them to do a full episode of this where it's, like... Oh, the body double yeah, Dan? Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I agree, I agree. I think it's, I, I think it's fine I as a rather. bonus, as a
2: bonus five minute thing like just oh yeah what, what if we made ultra 7 today uh but said also you can't do that when you made ultra 7 55 years ago and you're referencing it, oh, but, you it know. It'll, it'll, i'm also reminded now
0: that there is a i you know i talked about Anne's run there is also a moment where the actor tries to do dan motion uh like recognizably for when he pulls out his gun and looks around and i'm like you're yeah. trying to look like a guy in the 60s doing doing toku <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it's like a, like when, a <laughs> when Rebuild 4, when they just try and do toku shit at the class.
3: <laughs>
0: is that
2: what happens in Rebuild? Maybe I should watch Rebuild 4.
3: <laughs> you might as well
2: just rip the bandaid off, but also just don't tell the person in the Discord <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: the thing, right, but the thing is, it's not ripping the bandaid off, because it's like nearly three hours long. <laughs>
2: It's a really big Band-Aid. It's a, a
0: really big Band-Aid. <laughs>
2: um, alright. Uh, well, that's... I think yeah. that's the the Ultra 7 thing. Yeah, I guess, so I guess there isn't much to say about it. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's a bonus Ultra 7 thing. Yeah. So. There's, like, there's, like, other... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, if there's other, like, short bonus stuff, we can always just do this other weeks. So just throw that in. Mm-hmm. In the future.
0: Okay, so...
1: A while ago, we watched Ultra, uh, Ultra Fight for a, for. A, uh... Uh, can we pause for one minute? Because the guy with my food is like one minute you away. Know I and thought, I my my It can be tricky to find, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Alright. Hello, Brat. You are back. Yeah. Shout outs to Actually I shouldn't say that, they're not Absolutely paying. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know what? Censor that. <laughs> it's it stays in, but it gets censored.
0: We do not yes. shout out uh Yeah. Food delivery apps <laughs> on,
1: unless they pay us.
0: On principle. Oh yeah, if they could pay us like a lot of money. Um, then mm-hmm. I have no, like,
2: th- these Raws for Ultra Fight have like the bonus extra episodes. I'm like, where did those come from? Whatever. I won't worry about it
1: right now. So. I mean, it takes like two minutes to make one of these, I bet. I, I can believe they make a lot of bonus subs and throw them everywhere. They're,
2: they're five minutes. So I assume it takes like more than that. It takes like half an hour. <laughs> to make
1: them. No, they recorded it, then slow down the
0: footage. <laughs> um, so uh. Brad, you have not seen any Ultra Fight yet
2: no you've not yeah, seen you any red like map a- yet no how could you
0: you don't know yeah. any of the wonders of this fucking thing now what happened yeah. was last time we watched ultra fight um mel and i watched a list yeah we had a curated list and then mel got curious about one particular episode uh watched it and was like we have to watch this one <laughs>
2: Yeah, I see. Uh, I w- I'll also add that like subject star, like in his cu- in his curated list, also included like another episode we just missed, and also he forgot to put it down in his notes, so we just that one's just gone. but Whatever, it oh, like, wasn't one of the notable ones. <laughs> yeah, and Alien Goron. So also we we don't need to watch. It. Which one's Alien Goron? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this was episode one ninety five. I just noticed the thumbnail right. Yeah, finished. which
1: one is Goron? Oh yeah, no, yeah r- yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Hmm? uh hold on i need to i need to do this thing we're, we were asking which one is goron but Red apparently looked it up and i'm going to look it up now oh i uh, i assumed
2: you remembered because of how your hatred of it
1: oh yeah 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 that, that <laughs> uh
2: one. but yeah so yeah so this Ultrafight episode was uh, episode 195 and it's like yeah i just watched it and i was like oh i wish i saw this i so should record the reaction to it so now we're doing it okay uh,
0: yeah
2: except so except rye is also here uh do you have a link no, I'm just going to view it. give it to you. Okay, can
0: we identify okay. what to look for for anyone watching this?
2: I guess just look up, like, episode 195 of Ultrafight and see. Okay. Good luck.
0: Uh, mm,
2: Okay. There, there is, you can You can find Ultrafight on the cat site. The,
0: okay, too, okay, okay. Episode uh, 195 up, of Ultrafight. Yeah, well, what
2: is the title of it, actually? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the. T- I don't have it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was speaking out loud. Oh, fuck. Uh,
1: I never speak out loud. It's true. Uh, this is a good quality for someone who hosts a podcast. Yeah.
2: Whatever. Whatever. Good luck.
0: I mean, if I if I put together last week's episode, that's what it would have sounded like. <laughs> Damn. True. So do we not do we not have a title for this?
2: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find on the Ultraman wiki page. Okay, so I can find on the Japanese wiki, but I'm not going to do that right now. So okay, so just, this uh, is Ultrafight One Ninety Five. The they can find it.
0: You can do your best.
2: Maybe it's yeah. on YouTube, Who can or say?
0: you can I listen. With, or you can listen without context, and it'll be funny. Yeah, just imagine it in your brain.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you do find out, uh, if you do end up seeing it, I'm just gonna. I guess I'll give a countdown anyway all right okay three two one play all right brad you're in for a treat this fam- yeah this familiar part to you red
0: this is familiar the fire the, fire, the sick theme y-
2: you can hear it yeah you can hear it so.
0: oh also there are no subs brad <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i figured I mean, I watched one of the Red Man. I think it was the one with the logs. Excellent. He recommended it to me, so okay. So yeah. I kind of know the general vibe. You don't. <laughs> you haven't yeah. seen Ultra oh, Fight. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Ultra
0: Seven is having a. It's a stick fight, a sword fight with five different kaiju.
1: Those are stick. Are, what are the? I think those are just. Some specs. of them are
0: swords. Some of them are sticks.
2: They're doing kendo.
1: Yeah. Kendo with Ella King. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Rip. He just he just bonked Ella King. he fell over on the beach. Is
0: that woo? Don't yeah, kill Woo. You are protecting shit now. Damn. Rip, woo.
2: Rip, whip, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, Rip Bolton. Ultras- He's just bunking all Ultras of them. just killing, all- killing them all.
0: That's a person. I, I saw the person under that.
2: <laughs> really? I don't know why all these monkeys
1: are here. They're just... They're watching from the side. Yeah, lines. they cut... <gasps> Yo! Holy shit.
2: Uh, who's the other one? Uh, I guess it's like a. Is that alien
1: bat? No, that's Icarus. Icarus. Icarus, yes. These are just I sticks, what alien bat was and now. they're
0: just pretending they're swords. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just <gasps> have a sword fight on the beach, cutting two monkeys for some reason.
0: Yeah.
1: What the hell? <laughs> Yo. Holy shit. He killed them. Yeah. This goes
0: hard. Yeah, it's- it's- it's absurd. Oh, he threw the sword aside.
2: And now you know why I wanted us to make sure we covered (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Ultrafight is truly special. There was some amazing episodes of Ultrafight. Do you want to know what happens in the last episode of Ultrafight, Brad? Sure. Uh, they fight in the storeroom for all the suits.
1: <laughs> okay, that's actually pretty Which good. Which is why
0: that episode of the, of uh, Ultra Q is called Gainax Ending. <laughs> um,
1: that's incredible.
0: Damn. Ultrafight's wild. I'm, gl- I'm glad yeah. they started getting fucking weird with it.
2: At some point, I figured, I figured they had to. Uh, well, yes. not me not I they had to, but more like, there's just like, I need more ideas for this. What can we just this us maybe we'll have fun with it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. That's kind of, that's kind of us. I think that's an episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got, I look- think we salvaged it best we could. Yeah, we did. Uh, RIP. Uh, rest in peace. Requiescat um, in uh, ultra UltraQ episode 48. This has been ultra Q episode 48. 48.1. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at ultra underscore Q. That is at ultra underscore Q U E U um, E. I am also on Twitter
2: at gender underscore redacted. Uh, Mel. Hey, you can follow me at Twitter and Blue Sky, which is now open to everyone uh, at Dear Crowns. Oh, yeah, it uh, is. We have we got the email, ultraqpod at gmail.com. Uh, we got the co- fund, uh, UltraQ fund at the coffee. Uh, money's nice. For me specifically. It's supposed to be for funds for
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Acquiring media and also subtitling media media, but also I did acquire the media, so you know. Subtitling someone, please do it. Yeah. Uh, Brad
1: Brad. <laughs> uh you can find me at B underscore invoked. That's B E underscore invoked. Uh I'm I'm live tweeting Mov Love whenever I get to a funny thing, which I'm comfortable doing because my therapist is no longer looking at my Twitter account. Um Uh, yeah, my YouTube's Canopus Invoke. You can watch Mel and I stream through Tales of the Abyss co-op. It's a fun time. We're having great conversations, shooting the shit about random things alongside Tales of the Abyss. Yeah, you get to
2: see uh, a tickle fight out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) Tickle fight happening outside while very serious conversations happening on the inside with the other three party members. Good scene. If a therapist was looking at my Twitter account, I think I would die.
3: Spontaneously.
0: <laughs> I would... they just rock... I'd rock up to therapy one day, they'd be like, well, okay, so who is this bassist from Bocchi the Rock? Who is Hoshomari? <laughs> <laughs> and who uh, is, is this pink girl and her put-upon girlfriends <laughs>
1: from this You just need anime. to find... You need... The trick is finding the therapist who is online enough to, like, kind of know the bullshit of Twitter, but is also normal enough to not really engage with it and not really be in the trenches enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that person doesn't just think you're immediately a fucking weirdo, but also if you go too deep down the hole yourself, they can be like, okay, we, we, no, you don't need to worry about this. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All yeah. Right. my therapist is very good at her job. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, nobody
2: I know in real life knows my Twitter account. No. No, I would, I would, no. I, I couldn't do it. Sometimes I'm like, dang, it'd be nice to just like not hide my Twitter account from people on locals, but also I'm like uh gender. Uh.
1: yes. People vaguely know of my YouTube channel. Ah. including my including my bosses and when I went to Frosty Faustines, they're like, Oh, I mean your like channel's big enough you're getting invited out to events. And I was like, that is not what what is happening. (laughs) i i paid money to get into the door <laughs> and drove myself down <laughs>
0: uh all right well um join us next week for a real episode not a funeral um and uh that'll be you know thursday yeah. three more episodes of return of ultraman uh that'll be episode 28 29 and 30 hitting the hitting the big three out.
1: Yeah, yeah, 30 like is in de- demand. Yeah, which is all of both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My- you know what? I got I got over it faster than I thought I would. It's just 29. It is. I have my
2: birthday still, so I have to still have to get over that. hump.
1: Also, I keep getting the thing where people are like, oh, damn, I would have pegged you as like 25. And I'm like, yeah, I'm aging like a fine wine.
2: Yeah, I still got two weeks until I'm 30.
1: so. And fucking one day I'm going to wake up and look like Smeagol.
2: Smeagol's cute. sweet. What? Smeagol? Yes. what? Smeagol's a
1: cute Smeagol's <laughs> a cute little guy. Fana Fada agrees. Does she? <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Yeah, oh, Oh. she. Okay, this is funny. One of my friends recently saw the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then, like, we were talking about it and laughing and shit, uh, and then we did the uh, friend group thing of, like, oh, who, like, which character lines up to which of us as as people, uh, and I kept I kept joking that I would rather be Smeagol than uh, Pippin. I don't remember why. I like Pippin. Man, fuck Pippin. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But listen, here's the thing, though. I think Smeagol is more true to who I am as a guy. I see. Um, But uh, the next day... Fauna did her Minecraft stream and talked about how she watched Lord of the Rings for the first time and she was like Smeagol's cute and then I linked it to my group of friends and I was like I knew there was a reason I wanted to be Smeagol look she agrees Smeagol's the best <laughs> Sme- Sme- Smeagol's uh, just
0: he's a nice friendly guy he just wants to you know he wants to help
1: uh, I think a lot more people would be Smeagol in the dark than they'd like to admit Smeagol in the dark
0: that's just me every day. That's in my room.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just at my computer. That's what being at the computer is, is being Smeagol. All right, we have to. Dragon's dogma. Dragon's dogma to <laughs> Okay, we have to end this fucking episode right now. <laughs>
3: um
0: All Uh right. Uh, bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.
1: Goodbye. Yeah, later.
3: seven so- we